Hey, good morning, everybody. I am Minister Clinton Woods. Excited to be here today at the Firm Foundation Church. I want to thank Pastor Eva for the invitation and allowing me to be the guest minister today. Uh, you know, over the last few weeks, I know that Pastor Eva and Dr. Bell have really been working and discussing purpose, vision, and uh, I'm just excited today for the opportunity to build on some of the things that they've been talking about. I want to uh, go a step further and really get into to really living in purpose. And so if you need a title, if somebody's got to have a title, living in purpose is that. Um, and we really want to get into it. And so living in purpose, how do you do that? What does that mean? And so we want to uh, jump in right there. And so one of the first things that you have to do in order to live in purpose is going to be really truly embracing your purpose. And so when you're talking about embracing your purpose, you have to begin to have uh, considerations around what does my purpose require of me? And so a lot of times we, we have this improper assumption that because I have a certain God-given purpose or I'm called to do something that it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen by itself organically. No, 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 no. You have to develop, cultivate. You have to develop those traits. And so, for instance, if you're a, if you're called to be a physical trainer, if you're called to help people uh, live a healthy lifestyle, achieve their fitness goals, just generally get in shape. There's some things that are going to be required of you uh, to fully achieve and reach the heights and fully fulfill that purpose. And so one of those things probably right off the bat, you're probably going to be in shape. And so it's going to be hard to train other people or get other people to let you train them uh, if you're not in shape. But even beyond that, you know, you're going to need to be knowledgeable on what foods people should be eating for a healthy lifestyle. What are the latest training techniques? How can people recover physically after a hard workout? You're going to have to be able to encourage and motivate people, uh, encourage them and motivate them to keep coming back, if nothing else. And so in order for you to get them from point A to B, where wherever their goals are, you're going to have to be able to do those things. And so those are things that you're going to have to continue to develop. If you're a realtor and you're called to, uh, you know, help people achieve home ownership, help people build wealth, you're going to have to understand the market. You know, it's not going to happen by itself. You're going to have to understand the market. You're going to have to make sure your clients are purchasing homes or selling homes for the proper value. You don't want people uh, paying way too much for a home. That's going to hinder their ability to build wealth. You're going to have to be able to educate, communicate, because honestly, most people, uh, you know, may buy one, two, three, four homes in their lifetime uh, and they may not be up to date with the latest uh, things in the industry. And so you're going to, have to be able to educate them as to the process, the lenders, the buyers or the sellers, the other realtors, uh, all of these different aspects of the real estate transaction process, the home inspection. You got to be able to educate them and walk them through that process. And so uh, even though, you know, you may be called to this thing, you have got to develop you know, as a part of truly embracing what that purpose is, you've got to develop all these other traits to be successful in that. And so uh, another thought you have to have is who will benefit from me living in purpose? And so who will benefit? And so right here, you have to understand that if you feel like your purpose of what you see your purpose as or what you envision your purpose as only impacts or only benefits you, then it's probably not your God-given purpose. And so God will bless you so that you can bless others. And so you have to understand that, you know, your purpose is bigger than you. It's bigger than you. And so if you have a narrow view of what your purpose is and that only impacts and only benefits you, I want to ask you to reconsider. 
what that purpose is. Keep do, dig a little bit deeper. Let's find out what that purpose really is. Uh, you know, but we kind of starting to understand what it is to fully embrace it. Once we kind of know what we're supposed to do, you know, that's where the work begins. And so you've got to, to develop and continue to push in those areas in order to fully fulfill that purpose. And so kind of going forward, just the overall thought of living in purpose, it's important to consider who are you connected to? And so who are those people in your life? Who are those people around you? Uh, who are you connected to? Because that is important. The people you're connected to are going to either help propel you towards your purpose or prevent you from achieving it. And so it's extremely important. I can't talk enough about how uh, important the people that you're connected to is to your uh, living a purpose. And so I'm going to sit right here for a minute. I want to talk about, you know, really, I want everybody to understand this, that God has given everybody a specific purpose that they have to just fulfill. Like there's problems in this world that only you can solve. And that's why it's so important that everybody identify and operate and live in purpose. And so, so often, uh, you know, lives are destroyed, purpose is derailed because of who people are connected to. And so, I want to keep going. I want to jump into text real quick. I want to go to uh, Proverbs 13, verse 20. And so that text says that he who walks with the wise will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. And so what that is saying is, you know, you really, really, really have to consider who you're connected to. But let's look a little deeper into why, because you're you're influenced by who you hang around, uh, whether you believe it or not, whether you really recognize it or not. You're truly you are influenced by who you hang around. And so, you know, wealthy people tend to be around other wealthy people, people that are really in great shape tend to hang around other people that are in great shape, people that read a lot tend to hang around a lot of other people that read a lot. People that are saved tend to be connected to a lot of other saved people. And so it's important uh, because let's look at it from this point of view. If you are somebody that is not in shape, uh, if you hang around a lot of people that are in shape, chances are that sooner or later you are going to find yourself in much better shape just from being around them, picking up the habits that they're doing. Uh, and so just that proximity is going to be important. And so keep that in mind. Let's let's start to as we're listening to this today, start start doing a quick inventory of the people that you're connected to. Let's start thinking through that. And so another point is that people will associate you uh, with the people that you're connected to. And so for me, I think the best example I can use is just the fact that, that my family, I've got uh, family here that, that have done things, that have treated people right, that have treated people justly, that, that have worked hard. And so because of that, by extension, people expect that of me. And uh, people are willing to give me the opportunity uh, to prove myself because they believe that because the people that I was been connected to have done things a certain way and done things in a just way that they can trust me to do the same thing. And so that that goes both ways. And so for you, if you are somebody who doesn't treat people fairly, who doesn't, uh, you know, really treat people and act in a righteous way, uh, the people that are that are going to that are connected to you will deal with the negative fallout of that. And so that is equally as important. And so the people you are connected to are very important. And so I want to hit this. If you are if you're somebody that feels like, you know, you've been, you know, your purpose, you've been working hard, you've been pushing, but you feel like you're stuck in the same place. I want you really to consider changing the people that are around you. 
changing is, is that important is that important and so i want to stop for just a moment because i don't want people to uh over complicate this idea of of having the right people around you because that doesn't have to be necessarily uh like you don't need bill gates you don't need obama around you in order to achieve your purpose you just need people that are going to motivate you that are going to push you in the right direction and so for me uh just to give you this example i want to i want to simplify this as much as i can um you know I'll go pretty often to the track. I'll go to the track and I'll run uh, one mile. And so I don't run two miles. I don't run three miles. I run one mile and I go back and I try to beat my time. And so I try to run that mile faster and run that mile faster. And so a lot of times I'll take my daughter, you know, and, and at the end of the day, my daughter sometimes is one of the biggest motivating factors, one of the biggest people around me that, that motivates me uh more than anything else at times and so i take her with me to the track not because she can run and push me and keep up with me uh not because she can give me a great pep talk and make sure i'm fired up and ready to run but uh because when i'm out there running i'll run the lap she knows i'm going to run four laps i'm going to go out there and run four laps one mile as fast as i can and so i'll run by and i'll every time i pass her she'll try to run with me for a few steps and wave and and scream and all that stuff and uh you know i've come around and so there comes a point when you're running that you kind of get you know you you want to slow down a little bit you want to stop pushing as hard but you know, for me having her out there, because I've already made the decision that when it comes to my daughter, that she's never going to see me quit. And so because she's out there, I'm going to do what I got to do to finish because I don't want her to see me quit. And so I want to be clear, like I didn't say she she will see me fail, but she'll never see me quit. And so a lot of people, uh, you know, won't ever try because they don't want to see any. They don't want people to see them fail. And so don't worry about that. You just don't quit. And so that's one of the things where you can see how so, like a person, like a two year old can be an extreme motivating factor just because they're uh, pushing you. And so think in that context, who, who's going to push you? Who's going to hold you accountable and make sure you have people like that around you? And so going forward, you know, and I want to I'm not trying to beat anybody up. And so I'm not talking negatively about anybody. And so we're just talking directly about whether or not the people around you are pushing you to your purpose or not. And so I want you to understand that. But, you know, you're stronger than you think when it comes to this. You're stronger than you think. And you have the ability, you have what it takes to achieve that God given purpose or else it wouldn't be your God given purpose. And so don't be afraid to distance yourself from people uh, that aren't pushing you in the right direction. Don't be afraid to distance yourself. I want to be clear with this, that loyalty is not determined by how long you allow people to take advantage of you. Loyalty is not determined by how long you allow people to take advantage of you. I don't care if that's family, friends, a job. You know, a lot of times we have a tendency to uh, define loyalty as how much someone has, has put you through or how, like how much you how much abuse you've taken. And so that is not the definition of loyalty. You know, I, I've been on this job 30 years. They, they don't pay me well. You know, they work me to over hours. And so all this, that's, you know, that, that does not determine loyalty. So keep that in your mind. We don't determine loyalty by the amount of abuse you take. And so going forward, you know, you've got to grab hold of the idea. I want you to feel the weight of this, that there are problems in this world that will not get solved unless you solve them. And so feel that when you're looking at your, through, uh, looking through the lens of what your purpose is, you've got to understand that you're called to solve a problem that won't get solved without you. It won't get solved without you. And so we want to keep rolling. And so 
in my experience, we tend to, you know, when we talk about different stories from the Bible, we tend to look at it and put this really rosy spin on it. We tend to put this super positive spin on it. But, uh, you know, I like to look at it through an extremely practical lens. And so I want to go over to uh, the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 6, 11 through 14. And so uh, let's, let's jump over there real quick. And uh, now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God and the earth was filled with violence. God looked on the earth and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. Then God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence because of them. And behold, I am about to destroy them with the earth. Make for yourself an ark of gopher wood. You shall make the ark with rooms and shall cover it inside and out with pitch. Okay, and so basically, you know, let, let's look at this from a practical lens. Because a lot of times we say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we know Noah built the ark and uh, put the animals in it." But let, let's let's rewind and look at this through a very practical lens. And so, you know, basically, Noah got this word from God to his purpose, and we I think we're safe in assuming that this was what his purpose was on earth. But uh, you know, he got this word; he needs to build this ark, and so now he has to go out here and tell people that he needs them to help him. Build something that's never been built before to, to protect them from something that's never happened before. And so just think about that. You're like the people around you, could you get them to do anything that didn't sound right? You know, and so let's keep pushing. But Noah, like he was able to convince the people around him, you know, to take on this task. And so let's let's just look at what's going on in the world. Like everybody is just living it up in the world. Like it, it's crazy. Everybody's doing whatever they want to do. And so you're coming to these people asking them to, uh, you know, come over here with me, build this ark. And so in my mind, I know a lot of people are just like, yeah, I'm going to head out. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm yeah, I got to go. And so, you know, a lot of people just did not, participate did not want to to stick around for that but because and this is important because Noah was already walking in purpose and so I want you to think about this the fact that he was able to come out and get people to participate leads you to believe that he was already someone that was well respected already someone that was seen as a leader already someone that was seen as righteous otherwise he would not have been able to get people to do something that didn't make sense in preparation for something that's never happened. And so that in and of itself is, it shows you the importance of you. You can't wait to get started on your road to your purpose. You've got to start developing those skills that we talked about. When you understand what your purpose is, that's when the work starts. You've got to start digging in in preparation for that defining moment. And so this was Noah's defining moment was building this art. But let's keep pushing past that. You know, we've already talked. I want to circle back to Proverbs 13 and 20. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. And so another thing we can pull from that text is that, you know, you don't have to be a fool to be destroyed. You simply have to be connected to one. And so if you're connected to a fool, a lot of times that's enough to destroy you, separate you from your purpose. And a lot of times in the text, we know that separation is equivalent to death. And so uh, a fool can separate you from your purpose. And we know that the course and the quality of your life oftentimes is determined by who you're connected to. And so I, I'm going to keep hammering that home because I really want people to start having that thought process of the importance of who you're connected to. 
And so as we push forward past, another thought that we have to have is, is when considering who we're connected to is, is the quantity versus the quality. You know, do you want a lot of people in your life or do you want quality people? You want people that add value. And so I want to I want to go ahead and answer that for you. But you don't need a lot of people in your life. You don't need. But whether you believe you do or you don't, you don't. You do not need a bunch of people in your life in order to achieve your purpose. What you need is people in your life that add value, people that bring something to the table, people that are going to push you, better you uh, and move you closer to purpose. And so that's what you need. And so whatever that number is. And so as I kind of think about uh, the best way to explain this, I think back to really growing up playing sports and I love sports, especially team sports, because you can learn so much through team sports that it, that you really can't learn in any other area of life. And so. You know, whether it be the discipline, the teamwork, the overcoming adversity, the failure, the picking yourself back up, all of those things you learn in, in the in that team sport context. But I think back and kind of thinking going down that road made me think of my college coach. And so I had a college coach. I was playing football at Chattanooga, got a college coach and he would always just say stuff. And a lot of it was sticking. So he'd say, Clint, Clint, you know, when you get to my age, You'll be lucky if you got five people you can call friend. And so what he was talking about, he was talking about quality versus quantity. He said, if you could just have five friends when you get five. And so and that's a lot. You know, he said that is a lot. And so we have to understand that we don't we you don't have to and you don't need a bunch of people uh, in your life to be able to achieve your purpose. You need quality over quantity. And so the last thought that we need to really wrap our minds around when we're talking about who's around us, and I want to be clear, when I'm talking about who's around us, I'm talking about those people that you uh, allow to be in your space, those people that are close to you, those people that are in your circle. Uh, This is what I'm talking about. And so I want to be specific in that. But when we're talking about who those people are, uh, you have to consider, do you want do you want them to cover you want cover or do you want them to correct you? Do you want them to cover you or do, they, do you want them to correct you? And so when you're looking at uh, who's around you, do you want someone to help you cover up your flaws and mistakes? Or are you looking to somebody to help you correct your flaws and mistakes? And so that's very important. And so uh, when we look, when we think about cover versus correction, I think the best example of this is coaching. And so even the best NBA player in the world, the best basketball player in the world has a coach. And, and, you know, LeBron James is always going out there working with his coach, identifying weaknesses, identifying flaws in his game and and working on them. And so I think one thing we don't want to run past too fast is the fact that, you know, these people are actively looking. LeBron James is actively looking for flaws and weaknesses and finding trying to find anything wrong that they can work on to be better at. If I can find something that could be just a little bit better at and improve on that, that's going to make me better. That's going to move me closer to my purpose. That's going to increase my achievement and that's going to help me grow. And so do you want those people around you that are going to tell you, hey, you need to do this, this and this? Uh, to be better, or do you want those people to say, "Oh, well, you, you're pretty good already. Don't worry. You know, you, you you're you're ahead of the game, or you're better than than other folks." So no, 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 no. You need to be the best that you are called and able to be, because we talked about already that there is a problem that only you can solve. And if you do not continue to better yourself and prepare yourself, you will not be ready when the time comes. And so, embrace that. And so, another thing is when we're talking about that whole thought of coaching. And so um, 
we've really got to consider our relationship with criticism. And so a lot of people are so afraid of criticism. They hate criticism. They don't want to hear it. And so I, th I want to encourage you to be be embrace criticism. You know, a lot of times we get criticism and we may not like it or we may not like the source of it, but I want to tell you, like, they, they might be right. And so a lot of times it's important to go ahead and be willing to hear that criticism, hear that constructive criticism and think about, is this something I need to correct or not? Because if you are truly going to achieve and be better and grow and be prepared to walk and live in purpose, You've got to continue building yourself. And so looking back at myself, like there are certain parts of uh, what I'm called to do that require me to do. Like we're talking about literally what does your purpose require of you? And so one of those things is for me is is being in shape. And so I have to work to, to stay in, in good shape because one, uh, you know, I have a lot on my plate. And so in order to, to be effective in all these spaces, you have to be able to be mentally sharp. And so if you're not in shape, you, you, you'll suffer from fatigue, whether that's physical fatigue, mental fatigue. And if you're not able to be sharp, then you're not going to be able to be as effective as you can be. And you're not you're not going to be able to advance and grow in what your purpose is. And so you've got to be able to do what you need to do to be properly rested, eat right, uh, work out. And so those are some of the things that I've done. Like I've constantly looking at and to see what can I do better. And oftentimes, you know, it's been as simple as, uh, you know, I decided I needed to read more some years back. And so I, I made a goal to read two books a month. And so one of the things I, you know, in, in researching and, and seeing people and studying people who have achieved things that I wanted to achieve and, and reading all kind of autobiographies. And, and you start to see some common themes in people that are successful. And if you want to achieve those things, you have to be willing to to do to work for it. And so those that was one of the things that, that I had to change and shift in my life was got to read more so um you know that i really want to really want to encourage people to because to, really the one theme i want you to carry with you from this today is really taking a hard look at who you're connected to like get away from the whole mindset that that loyalty is allowing somebody to abuse you like no like if they're not making you better and pushing you to purpose you need some new people around you and so don't be afraid to have that thought process and really have those hard 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 difficult uh changes in your life and so you know i want to encourage you to do that i want to thank uh, you know, Pastor Eva, the Firm Foundation Church for having me today. You know, I really, you know, I'm really, really like when I talk about purpose, I get excited because, I, I, you know, the difference in winning and losing is so close, like success and failure is so close. And if people, if you're willing to do some of these little things, make some of these sacrifices, you'd be surprised at how much ground and how, how fast success can happen. And so I'm excited. I want to uh, really pray over everybody. Uh, you know, we remember, you know, what we saw in Proverbs 13 and 20. You know, he who walks with the wise will be wise. And so that proximity, being around people who are, are exhibiting wisdom, that are living wisdom, that rubs off on you. It's in the text. And so, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. And so if you are hanging around a bunch of people that are, that are not going in the right direction, a bunch of fools, you will be in that case. You will be destroyed. You'll fall into that category. And so Lord, we just ask that you watch over us this week. Lord, we ask that you uh, clarify the people around us, Lord, let us know who's supposed to be there. Who's not supposed to be there. Lord, give us the strength to make those changes. If we need to God, I just continue to access you to watch over us, order our our steps, God, continue to keep us safe, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
And so once again, I want to thank the Firm Foundation Church. Hey, if you're listening, I want to encourage you to go ahead and uh, and give. We're going to put that on the screen, but go ahead and give uh, to this ministry. They've been doing some tremendous work, and I've uh, you know been been very excited to participate in some of their projects and work with them uh, at times. But I want to encourage you go ahead and give to this ministry. They're going to continue blessing people, and um, you know I want to just thank you one more time. I want everybody to be blessed and uh, live in purpose.